Hi, welcome to the Fourth Center podcast, uh, our Madden League podcast. Today we're joined by Jeff Solomon, who is our commissioner, and Rich Grisham, who is the owner of the Eagles. How are we doing, guys? I am fantastic. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. I'm on my treadmill, but through the miracles of science, I believe you cannot hear this very loud machine. So that's Excellent. why you sound so so anxious, out of breath. Jeff. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was going to, because like, you know, normally when I talk to you, you're very unhappy with me. So you're speaking to me as if like, you know. Usually that's in text, You're annoyed though. with me? No, exactly. You rarely like, speak with voice. When we talk, when we, when we do talk, I can tell, like, I aggravate you, which I don't like to aggravate you. You know that, Jeff. Like, I, I really, really appreciate not only everything you do for the league, as the commissioner, but I also really appreciate how much you care about helping me personally. Yeah. So <laughs> when I first heard your voice, I was like, oh, wait, Jeff sounds different. He sounds really anxious and, and that's very un, un Jeff like. So I'm glad you said you're on the treadmill. Now that all makes sense. It all makes. Yes, I am. actually. By the at... way, yes. As a fellow treadmill video game player, which has changed my life. Um, very impressed. Uh, very, very impressive for you to be to podcasting while you're also uh, on the treadmill. That's 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 high quality stuff. So I'm definitely using a lesser microphone, which the audience will notice. And I definitely am out of breath because I've been walking for about three and a half hours now. But because I have a 3080 graphics card, I have access to NVIDIA broadcast, which uh, removes background noise. So. As far as I'm aware, you guys can't hear the treadmill, even though it is super loud. Did you say that you have been on the treadmill for three and a half hours? Uh, yes, I am on minute 38 of my fourth hour. What are you trying to accomplish by doing that? Weight loss. Okay. No, I'm not I'm not being um, demeaning or condescending in any way, like a genuine question, because like I do two miles in about 35 minutes. So I go slow, but I've got a nice incline of eight. And I do that four, five, six that's days a, a week. Yeah, it's, it's you know, yeah, that's it's uphill. a lot. The incline is a lot. <laughs> yes, that's uphill. I, you know, it's like the old school, I walked uphill in the snow to school, you know, two miles. But that's what I do. Right. Uh, you know, <laughs> I've never done more than probably 90 minutes might be my most. Um, so I've had, I've had this set up for a while now, and I've posted pictures in the Discord. But basically, I've put multiple screens in front of me i have both my pc and a tv where i'll watch league games which are a great distraction and i totally appreciate how many people stream for my personal distraction and entertainment yeah um, another reason another reason you like to give me a hard time yes because you are one of the few who do not stream accurately yes correctly and accurately i might say but so we yeah. even had a playoff game this past go round that was not streamed which is really yeah. rare uh between you and the packers yeah, right. And Packers destroyed me, so it wasn't any fun anyway. Um, nice. but basically, I I'm, I have I'm, a quantity uh, over quality situation, so I go as long as I am not bored out of my t mind, because exercise to me is super boring. So I've set up this system of just constant gratification right. in other ways to distract right. me. Well, so. that, yeah, well, that's why I invented playing video games on the treadmill because it's changed <laughs> again. It's changed my life. Like, dude, first of all. Um, I only play a few hours a week and Madden, our league, you know, our league and, and my side league with, uh, pasta Padre takes up more than 50% of that. 
like if it weren't for me playing video games on the treadmill, I wouldn't play video games. So like, you know, if you can do that for three, four, five hours, that's amazing. Well done. Well done. Mm-hmm. And when the NFL games I'm, are on, I'm they're fa- also a really I'm good far distraction. I am far from a uh, exercise expert, but I have heard that walking long distances is actually the best way to burn fat versus like for weight loss. So that's good. But I'm on, I'm on the rich plan. I, I do an incline for about 30 minutes, cover a couple miles and I nice. call that good. <laughs> How great is that? How great is that? Isn't it is. awesome? I, I haven't advanced to the, to the video game, but it, I do catch up on Netflix shows and things oh, like yeah. that while I'm on the treadmill. So yeah, I mean, yeah. whatever works for you, right? Like when I'm at home, I'm able to play video games, but when I used to work at an office, which was an hour away, I had a very small gym with a couple of treadmills and that's when I watched probably 85% of the TV shows that I've seen in the past decade was like the two years that I would do that. It, it just being able to either play a game or watch a show or listen to music or whatever, like just when you find that right combination where exercise becomes fun or at mm-hmm. least tolerable, because that's the hardest part of exercise is the tolerability. When you find that place, ah, it's the best. I love it. Right. So I'm so happy, happy to hear that, that both of you guys like I, I thought I was the weird treadmill video game dude. I'm not. I'm not the only one. Well, I, I don't it. play nope. league games. I need the concentration. No, I won't no, do no. that. No, but I do play. But that's why the league I'm in, you know, our side league with Pasta Padre is so good. It's just me, him, and one other dude. So except for the like the AFC Championship game that I'm going to be playing tomorrow against Pasta Padre, or the rare regular season game, 90% of the time it's against the CPU. But it's in a league with a couple of my friends. So that's like, that's that is treadmill video game heaven because you know i play the full game but i usually you know skip a couple of kicks here and a couple of kicks there but it's a good 31 32 33 minutes it's like the perfect time frame for a good two miles at an incline of eight like you know in my man here which is the best love that this is so interesting for me to talk about but we only have you for 20 minutes i know so i don't want to (laughs) get bogged down uh all on my personal treadmill interests so uh, Brian, let's get into what we've been playing and start with Rich since we are in limited time because I know he had probably the game of the week in his back pocket. Yeah, let's. I'd love to hear from Rich. And I just want to say real quick, too, that it's really exciting for me to have Rich on. It, this is not an official podcast of any kind, really. We're just kind of throwing it together. But, um, I mean, that's true it, every it's exciting. episode. I know, but but it's exciting to to have Rich on here though, because I've looked I've looked up to Rich's podcast that he's been doing for a long time for years now, and and even when I wasn't listening to video game podcasts, uh, Press Row was always on my list, and when a new episode comes on, I'm, I always get excited. So uh, it's cool, and we had Pasta Padre on not too long ago. So um, anyway, I just thought that was just, really cool. To, to I just realized us. Rich's profile pictures of his treadmill setup. It is, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how I said, I don't remember how I did that, but that's funny. I think I probably told you, hey, make a profile picture. It makes people easier to identify in chat. And you took a picture from where you were standing on your phone and uploaded it immediately is what I'm guessing. Uh, But thank you for saying that. That's lovely of you to say. I really appreciate that. You know, I, I, we still do a press row every once in a while and Mm -hmm. I do a show with out of the park, um, and it's just really nice to hear that. That means a lot to me. So thank you for saying that. Absolutely. So what's been going on? What, what Tell us about your last game and where kind of where you're at. So, okay. Uh, man, where to start? Rough start to the year. So first of all, I, it, last year I made the playoffs. I 
Me making the playoffs in fourth string is not a thing that happened. So I felt when was, really, when was your last playoff berth? It's been a long time. It's happened, but it's been a long time. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't think I made the playoffs in the last league. Did I, Jeff? I don't I, think I, I did. don't remember in Madden 20 or 21. I, I don't mean, remember. First of all, you know, I have a hard time, especially pandemic now, even separating. Yeah, what know, is time? In, in, incarnations of, yeah. of variations. But, you know, regardless, I've, what been day in the week string, is it? I've been in fourth string literally since the first season, right? Like, I've been in it every year. I don't think I've ever missed an, a, an iteration of a fourth string online league. Because I know I was I can in the say. first one. I mean, no, I was in I was in the, I was in the inaugural, but I've definitely come and gone as time has has passed. I don't think I've ever gone. I, you know, like I don't think I have because I I get Madden every year and I play in the, like that's why I get Madden is to play in our league. Like that's the whole reason. So anyway, I don't make the playoffs very much. So for me, making the playoffs last year was a real thrill. The the way that I got just curb stomped in the first playoff game was was an unpleasant way to go out but hey what was know, the score you know, i don't remember a curb stomp. I, know, I, I have no idea i have no idea it was over you know and yes i am extremely melodramatic uh, i'm gonna look with, it up while you talk <laughs> it was over quickly that's all i remember you know i just and actually over quickly not pretend over quickly you know not 10 nothing with a pick six right it was like 24 to nothing at the half you know something like that i'm but anyway, so um, and so I was coming off a good year, but, you know, I should have had a good year because I have a good offensive line. Right. I have some good players and I, I sh- like if it was a year that I should have been pretty good. And I was And this year. I started off. zero and three. And not zero and three in close games. zero and three and getting my butt whooped. And so that's not fun. You know what I mean? Like, it's just not fun to get crushed over and over again. And, you know, Jeff, again, I give you credit. You're like, well, you actually played three Madden champions in a row, but which is all well and good. Um, but like, it just felt different this year. Like it just, it feels, it felt like I've missed something. And, and as you know, Jeff, I do miss a lot of things because I've, I, I just miss 94% of the discord I'm, I, activity. I miss a lot of stuff. Right. It just and felt like this GM year. work. I, yeah, and everything, everything. XP stuff. That's not what I'm into. Uh, I'm into also, apparently, you you missed your playoff game because you said you were crushed and you lost ten to six. Yeah, like I said, I got destroyed. 10 to 6. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it felt like, anyway. You know what I mean? Um, I, I honestly don't remember. I I think I missed at least one field goal. Well, there was no broadcast, and, so we'll and never an know. Extra point. I think I missed a field goal and an extra point too. Yeah, I wonder if I could have used those four points. Hmm. But so, you know, co- coming into this week's game against Todd, I'm 0-3 and, you know, I'm fun to be 0-3 and get my butt kicked. So then Todd goes up 21-0. 21-0. His offense just, you know, he gets the ball, scores a touchdown. I go, I don't know, three and out, five and out, or maybe fumble at the two-yard line. Who knows? He goes down the field again, scores 14-0. Then I throw a pick six. So he gets a pick six to make it 21-0. And then, you know, you're down 21-0 throwing a pick six, and the momentum is all, you know, lit up, fireworks going off at the end of the momentum meter. Like, you know, you you are suffering from the worst possible situation here. Every indicator is against you. You know, and then you said, 
Because I don't, I, I, it was weird as I rarely chat during the games. I try to just focus on the game. But when you're down 21 nothing after like three and a half minutes, you know, I sent you my, my message, which is, yeah, this is, <laughs> this is bad. And you're like, well, Todd's a turnover machine. It's not over. And, you know, like, let's face it, I wound up winning, what was it, like 39 36 or 39 38, 30... I believe was the final. Yeah. You know, um, there's absolutely no way I should have won. There's no way I should have been in position to win. I feel like Todd purposely lost the game. Like, I know he didn't, <laughs> but like, there were 17 decisions that Todd made that if he had made one of those 17 decisions differently, he would have won the game. It was just so crazy how he then just started. He took a safety. He right. That was the he, first Eagles score of the game. You was you sacked him in the end zone. Yeah, I think it was three sacks two. in a row too. Like I think you were just hammering him uh, it backwards. There was at least two. Um, and and you know I missed a field goal. No, no, I missed an extra point and in, in there as well. But then so then after I missed my first extra point because of the lag. You know, I just kept scoring, but he kept scoring. But whenever I scored, I went for two. And I made all of my two-point conversion plays, I think. I don't think I missed one, which is ridiculous. I didn't I, – I, I kicked the extra point in my first touchdown, and I kicked the extra point in my last one, and every one in between I went for two, and I think I made them all. Um, it was just a ridiculous game that, you know, had I been tied, right, had I been up 21 to nothing, the final score would have been 24 to – you know, 17, because I would have just browned out the ball and gone ultra conservative. And Todd just decided to go completely bonkers and he's running around the field and he's throwing long bombs. And by the way, he's scoring constantly. Like I'm complaining to you. I'm like, dude, something happened to my defense because Todd has scored on every single possession. He scored on five or six straight possessions until you accurately pointed out to me. Like, dude, you got a safety. I'm like, oh, right. Except for that one time he scored. But it was just one of those games that went back and not back and forth because he was ahead the whole game until at, there's, I don't know how, it was after the two-minute warning. I think I had one timeout left. And the only reason I had a timeout left was because he either ran the ball out of bounds, scrambling with yes. fields, or threw a pass on. He, he I remember this. Of, yeah. So he ran to the left on second down. You would yes, use your first down. You used your first timeout on first down. He ran out of bounds right. on second right. down. And then right. on third down, he rolled oh to the God. right and by the threw way, it. By the way, wait, before you say what he did, there's less than a minute left at this point? Yes. I think? Okay. Let's and you needed a, a touchdown. A field goal wasn't going to help I you. I was down by four. I was down by four or five. No, four, because... Yeah, I was down by four because then I yeah okay down by four, and and again if it's any other human being on the planet, the two plays that we're talking about, he's just either kneeling or running the ball up the middle. Right, that's Probably. all you have to do, and the game is his. The game is his. So he, I want it to is. finish this. He rolls to the right, and he tries to lob it to his running back. Uh, and the the linebacker that's standing in front of him just jumps straight up in his face and and snags the ball. And I think it must have been Nate Singleton, who never does anything. A hero. Ever. But I, th I think it must have been like 
five yards between the quarterback and the linebacker, and he just threw it straight into his arms with, like, <laughs> there's no angle, like, no left or right angle. It's like if we were playing catch, and I just threw it right at you. Um, it was amazing. It. <laughs> it was like, amazing. This is, this is at, like, the 25-yard line, right? Like, of his 25-yard line, right? Like, yeah. I could have picked six it, I think. But I was just so... <laughs> I was so... Just completely flabbergasted about what was happening you know like i i think after i intercepted it i like turned around and ran into the safety who was right behind me i was just like what how, how did okay wait you know what's happening and that so like yes for some reason i have now now i have the ball with no timeouts right or no i have one timeout you have two timeouts he ran because out, of he had ran right, out on okay, second good. okay good two timeouts so now I have the ball. Where do I have the ball? I'm still down four, right? It's not like I pick six. It. I'm still down four. There's like what, twenty or thirty or forty seconds left, maybe. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna find uh, the stream and make a clip for the chat. But you keep going. Okay, so you know it's no gimme whatsoever, and you know I'm an interception machine, as many of us are, and I don't even remember the plays that I called. Which is why, like, should I wait until you tell me what what I remember the play I called for a touchdown. Um, okay. The score was thirty-eight I was... to thirty-two. Oh, so I was down by six. Uh, and I believe you had actually turned it over. Yeah, you had fourth and eighteen and turned it over when he started this right. possession. So it's actually exactly. right at the twenty. Uh, it okay. looks like. Okay. So, so tell me after I picked. So tell me what that's. Oh, it's tell at the 10. The, uh, okay, fourth down, you throw a kick in the end zone, and he returns it to the 10. First okay. down, he runs up the middle, and you call a timeout. Second and nine, right. he runs to the left, goes out of bounds. And I'm about to clip. Saving me a timeout. Saving me a timeout. Yes, saving you. You have both. You have two timeouts still. Uh, I'm going to clip what happens on third down and post it in the chat for everyone. Actually, okay. I got to think I already did, but it's okay. I'll do it again. Um. But yeah, so it's 38 to 32, so field goal wasn't going to help. And the seventh point, which you got, uh, was what made it 39-38. I so, just posted it. Okay. So when I, get the, when I get the ball, when Singleton picks it off, where does he get tackled and how many seconds are left on the clock? Um... 22 seconds okay at 22 the 12 seconds. at the 12 yard line that is that is what do you do there right i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure my first play i handed it off to sanders that feels like what i would have done is that what i did I'll tell you in a, in a second when you call a hike but you had okay. two timeouts so i i yeah, right. thought timeouts, so. so but no you bootlegged with hertz and ran for nine yards oh. and luckily did not I, and and I didn't fumble, right? Because that's that's a problem. Every time Hurts runs, he fumbles the ball. And you know, I never pull the slide down. But again, you, dude, I'm so like you gotta you gotta remember the moment, right? Like I I might like I'm so glad I called that timeout when he ran the ball up the middle because you know part of me was probably like I shouldn't even bother to call a timeout because he ran the middle. So like I'm still I'm like kind of. Kind of freaked out at this point. All right, because I I don't call a lot of bootlegs. You know, I don't bootleg hurt hurts very much. You know what okay. I mean? So you I'm surprised. You threw it I to uh, Pittman 
on the next play for a touchdown. So 10 seconds left right. for so time that's to the play. do whatever. That's, that's the play that I was most proud of because, again, this is a play I don't call very often. But this was, I think it's called an out when you when you run straight and then head towards the sideline. An in is, is when you run straight and then head towards the middle of the field. So I called an out, you know, and an out in Madden is an interception play. Like, that's all that happens is, on, is outs, is interception. At least for me, right? But I called it because I just liked the idea of in the end zone of having a guy, you know, just run straight for four steps and then shoot to the right. And Pittman is speedy. And I called it. And I remember thinking if if I don't see separation, I'll, you know, just try to run it again with Hertz. But I he got separation. And as soon as I saw a little separation when he made the cut, I threw it and I scored it. And I was very proud of me. On that play, because I don't—that's not a play I would normally call in most situations, and it worked, and that was that was cool. What's interesting as a brain puzzle is if you had on fourth and eighteen kicked it, you still would have had three timeouts if you could have gotten him to punt to get. But back I wouldn't have been able to stop him. See, my thing was I wasn't going to be able to stop him because he just he dominated me offensively. Other than that safety, I don't think he punted maybe once. You know what I mean, he just—I could not. I had—I had no answer for him on defense whatsoever. If I blitzed him, it didn't work. If I hung back, it didn't work. If I, you know, like it just—he went all and oh man, that was right. And that's—that was my problem. See, offense, I accept full responsibility for my performance on all. You know what I mean? Just full responsibility, right? I'm doing everything on offense. On defense, I'm. I don't have that same agency, that same level of influence that I do on offense. And I'm just, I was very disappointed by my defense because they just, I couldn't do a thing against Todd. He did whatever he wanted to offensively. And again, if he had just played remotely normally at the end of the game, he would have won easily. Like I should not have won that game. There's no reason I should. And I look, that's Adrian Todd Zaniga. That's why he is who he is. I love that. I love it. Well, it was certainly one of the most exciting comebacks I've ever watched. And uh, knowing that you were ready to throw in the towel in the first quarter makes it a little bit sweeter. I, it's not even throwing in the towel. Like, I'm not going to th- throw in the towel is not the right, you know. You're ready to jump off a building. Like, no, I'm just recognizing, you know, look, I love sports. It's everything in the world sometimes your team stinks right it's just it happens you can't be a fan of sports some years without your team being terrible and for some fans their team stinks most of the time it's just a fact i'm and three got my butt whipped and you know i'm i'm in a in a weird game you know with with todd so you know and it's okay if my team stinks this year. i'm fully okay with that I still forever will love the league and will play the game. So it's not thrown in the towel. But again, sometimes your team just stinks. And, you know, this look, I'm one and three, and I should be 0 and four. It, it, I'm not going to be uh, taking Pasta Padre and his uh, Washington football team down. He's, he's, he's figured it out. You guys are, you've, you created a monster in Pasta Padre. He's figured this game out, and he's going he's gonna to have something to say. But, you know, Maybe I get a couple more wins here and make it interesting. That that, that would be cool. 
So, uh, nice. Brian, what did uh, what happened with you and Julian after our, our last show? And oh, Rich, if man. you have to go, you can just duck out. I'm oh, yeah, I, I got a, I got a few more. Yep, I appreciate it. So we 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 talked some friendly. Uh, fake banter back and forth about who was going to win and this and that and and we had some 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 good trash talking all in good fun and and then we played our game and and we played a one score game from start to finish uh, it was really good and for some reason um, I thought that so we went to overtime um, and I thought okay this is this is good and I I, I even got the ball first in overtime um, and I thought okay I've been moving the ball well. Was there We're any last go second down the field. tying for overtime? Was there? I don't know. I'm asking you. <laughs> no. Wait. Oh, and see, now now you're making me think. Uh, the last week has been so hectic for me. Okay. Um, you can just keep going. I'm sorry. Okay. Make, so, yeah, I anyway, I know we – need to make you remember <laughs> things. <laughs> that's, that's okay. Um, so, yeah, we end, up, we end up in overtime, and I get the ball first, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to go down the field, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to win the game right here. This is how it's going to work. My offense was working, um, which is rare. And uh, so I get, I get basically to midfield, and it gets to, like, fourth and two. And for some reason, I just get this wild hair in my head, and I say, I'm going for it. I'm, I'm just gonna, I've never done a fake punt before. I wouldn't, no, I didn't go for it. I said, I'm going to do a fake punt. I've never well, fake punted, ever. I never. I never, neither have I. And I thought, okay, I'm going to try. And and there was, there was one, there was a play I saw in the playbook that was like a, it was, the, it was a pass. And I'm like, ah, I don't know. I just don't think that's going to work. But then there was the one that was the direct snap to the, to the back. And he runs right up the middle over the left guard. And I thought, I think I can get away with that. I think I can do that. Well, I made two mistakes. My first mistake, <laughs> my first mistake my first mistake was I was so hell-bent on running the fake punt that I came out in punt formation and I didn't realize he was in an actual defense, not a oh. punt block or punt return defense. <laughs> I didn't so he recognize was waiting that. For you. He was waiting for me. Because I, I think the clue that gave it away was I think I took too long to pick the play. So I think he knew I was coming up with something. Searching um, for that fake punt. But no, not yeah. that fake punt. Need to give me a big Different play, different play. Oh, there's the fake. Need, All right, that's what I there's the one I need. Yeah. And so it was kind of a dead giveaway, I think. And my second mistake, which I which I realized afterwards, and I think I think even given everything that we had, the way that it was, with his defense set up and me in that fake punt formation, I think the second mistake that I made was um the direct snap was to my fullback. And I think had I subbed in a halfback into that position. I think I might have actually gotten it because there was for a, for a, a moment there there was a gap, and the reaction time of the fullback and then getting to the hole was so slow that that gap closed. But I think if I had put in Rashad Penny or Chris Carson, really probably Rashad Penny because he's he's got a quicker first step. I think I might have been able to get to that hole and get the first down. But 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 the two mistakes of not recognizing the defense that he was in and then not and then snapping it to my fullback. And I thought, okay, well, as soon as I didn't make it, I thought, well, it was a valiant effort. I know I'm going to lose now because I'm giving Julian the ball with his offense basically at midfield, and all he needs is a field goal. And I, I did my best. I was a little frustrated, even though it didn't matter because he drove down to the goal line and he scored a touchdown. But I was frustrated because I had Jamal Adams in the exact right position at the two yard, one or two yard line. And I was going to force him to kick the field goal and he'd already missed one. So you never know, right? You never know. 
But um, but Jamal Adams literally went, he was in the hole to make the tackle, and I hit the dive button, and he dove the opposite direction into the end zone. <laughs> and then Julian just walked in to score. So that was that. So it, was, it really was a great game. It was a lot of fun. It was, I lost on stupidity, <laughs> basically, uh, with my call. I mean, but it was, it was a fun game to play, though. There's no shame in when you cause your own loss. Wouldn't you rather be the guy who's responsible for the loss than, you know, the, the AI? You know what I mean? I'm, I'm totally 100%. Down. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, it, it was a good, I've had, I think all my games for the most part this season have been pretty good. I feel like there's, there's a couple of things that are, that have happened in the games where I'm like, eh, that's a little bit sketchy. That's a weird computer thing. But at the same time, I feel like I've, there's still a handful of mistakes that I've made where I instantly I can recognize, yeah, I screwed I screwed that up. That was a bad throw. Shouldn't have thrown that. Should have lobbed it, whatever you know it is. So I, I do feel like the game itself is playing much better oh, than what man. we had at the beginning. And yeah. I You know, not for nothing. Yes. I, I have been frustrated with the... Uh... With with how badly I I've been getting beaten, but again I've been playing really 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 good players, top tier players. But the game is mm-hmm. a lot of fun to play. Yes, there's weird stuff that happens, but it's fun. Like I feel like whatever wherever you guys landed, it's fine. It, you know, it, it it's it's good. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, it feels like a good balance. It feels like I can I can run the ball still um, without. And I could dominate a little bit in the run, and then I can also be stopped in the run. But I, yeah. but I feel like now at least when I'm stopped in the run, I at least have there's some passing game that I can go to that I feel fairly comfortable with, where that was mm-hmm. not the case for a while. <laughs> yeah, I still can't. So. I, I'm offensively, I'm still fighting myself. I, I you know, I, yeah. I, I don't have like like Pasta told me, you know, either today or yesterday. We were talking about our games, and he's just, he's seeing it. He's, he just, he's gotten a lot better. He's seeing it. He knows much more what he's doing, and I'm still not there. You know what I mean? I, I just, mm-hmm. I don't really, really know how to run a very effective offense. You know, I know what I want to do. Um, I right. want to be able to run the ball for four to five yards average a carry, right? That's what I want to be able to do. I want to give myself easy, third downs and and reasonable second downs i want to use a lot of the clock right i want to mm-hmm. dominate time of possession um but when you get down early that it, you can't do that and that's what's happened to me in most of my games is that i get down so early and then you know my experience in madden is you don't and to me this this matches real life you know the effects of the run game don't really start to show themselves until the second half if you're doing a good job. Mm-hmm. And if you start passing a lot early on, you just lose that ability to, to turn a three-yard run in the first quarter to a seven-yard run in the third quarter and mm-hmm. the ability to just know that you got a third and three in the fourth quarter and you're going to power that ball through because you've been controlling the line of scrimmage all game. Um, but, you know, I, I'm, I know what I want to do, but I'm not able to do that in fourth string. I am able to do that in the other league, you know, the, the very small league that I play in, which is, which is fun. And, and, and I just, you know, the people in fourth string are better than me. So I'm not able to really ever 
get comfortable. And I still throw more interceptions and touchdown passes, you know, by a 2.5 X ratio. I just, I do every game. That's what happens. And it's because I'm not, I don't, I feel like it's not a, so much a player talent issue. It's just me. I'm just not yet good enough to, uh, you know, it's almost like the people who are really good at fighting games, you know, they, they, they frame, you know, frame by frame, like they sort of know the moment to press the button to get this, the shot in. Like, I just feel like most of the players in this league are, are just better at knowing the exact moment to throw that pass and stuff. And I'm not there. And because I'm not there, I'm not able to run the offense that I really want to. And that's okay. It's not a complaint. It's, it's, you know, it's just, but I, you know, and one and three and I made the playoffs last year. And again, for me, I'm good. (laughs) That's, that's pretty darn good. Yeah. And I think my, in my experience too, a lot of it comes down to how much time do you have to put into the game? Right. And if you're a busy person that only gets to play on the treadmill once in a while, then you kind of are probably going to be relegated to the middle of the pack somewhere. And that's fine. And that's okay. Because I just, if the games are fun, the games are fun. And, and I know in this league, the games, most of the time, like every once in a while, some rogue agent makes his way into the league, but you know, 99% 99% of the time, the game is going to be a really fun game against someone who's playing for the right reason. And that's why I love the league and will continue to always be part of this league. That's exactly why. Yep. Our games our games are really similar, Rich. We both want to do the same thing. We want to run the ball, throw it when you have to, control the clock, hopefully win the turnover battle, um, and just be simple, kind of old school. Um, hopefully, hey, that wins. That wins. Yeah, that's, that's play well you... on defense. And exactly. like I feel like... one. One of the things that I've said is is I feel like my game style, I, I play a lot of close games, so I lose some of those games, but I, I rarely get blown out. Yeah, and um, the blowouts, with, are the, that's what buns me out, was the first couple, two or three games of the year I got blown out. Again, it, yeah. I'm never going to throw just, the just, Yeah, just like your playoff it, game. It's just not fun to get blown out. Okay, look at the scores. What are the scores of my first three games this year? Tell me the scores. 34 to 14. That's a blowout. 17 to 24. Did I score the super late to, to, I couldn't to, tell. I couldn't answer that. That's question. a backdoor I cover. A, that feels, I only that have feels like a backdoor cover. <laughs> and 17 to 31. Yeah. So two, two legit blowouts and one backdoor cover. So yeah, you know, I know I, I'm melodramatic, but look, you know, I just want to compete. And, and, you know, when you're not competitive, it's not fun again. Yeah. Thrown in the towel, never going to leave. You're never going to hear me. You're never going to get that, you know, as Christian is typing, that's it. I'm out. <laughs> I you know, I'm always here forever. And sometimes we'll go 0 and 17 and sometimes I'll sneak in. But, you know, I, I yeah, it, I just don't want the, the blowouts. If I can avoid blowouts most of the time, I, I, I have no problem losing a good game to a good, a good team. I'm not, that's, well, you know, and that makes those late season runs where you're where you're in contention and and then you make the playoffs like that oh. makes it a, that much more special to to yeah. to get in and make a run. So totally, yeah. Making good. the playoffs in fourth string is a legit accomplishment for anybody. And for a guy like me, you know, I, I I'm I was proud of myself. That meant something, man. It really did. Nice, nice. Yeah. 
Well, uh, let's see. Let's go to the, the person who doesn't like to run the ball and likes to throw it everywhere, <laughs> but also happens to be 4-0 right now. What's uh, Where are you at, Jeff, besides the fact well, that I just said you're 4-0? I'm off the treadmill, so there's that. Nice. Uh, four hours was enough for me, but, um, I played the Broncos this week who last year, this is my scouting report last year had the most receiving yards by single player in Noah Fant. Uh, so my strategy was shut down Noah Fant. And, uh, luckily the other thing I shut down was Javonta Williams, who I think ended the game with less than 50 yards rushing. Uh, my my run defense has been really dominant so far, uh, which helps my pass defense because I don't have to pay attention to anyone trying to run, basically. How do you get a good run defense? Is it I could not. Players? I, I have it... to think it's the players because my defensive tackles are the best position on my team. Uh, for now, anyway, they... I'm sure that Calais Campbell is not long for this world. Um, okay, I was going to say, were those guys that were on the team when you got there, did you draft them or did you free agent signing them? Very few of my guys are people who were here when I got here. <laughs> um, Calais Campbell was a trade where I have to think the Ravens were afraid of his age. So I sent Christian Wilkins, who is a much younger defensive tackle, and some draft picks to the Ravens for Calais Campbell. Uh, who thankfully has stuck around for a second year. And though he did regress, he regressed from like, I want to say a 92 to an 88. So he's still a pretty good run stuffer at 8 million pounds. Um, and then next to him, I got something Payne. Donald Payne? Deron Payne. Deron Payne uh, from Washington when I traded him Matthew Stafford and a second round pick, I think it was. Um, that sounds right. So I, I just extended pain as I figure Campbell is again, probably going to retire. So next year I'm probably looking at just pain and whoever I can get to back up. So I might switch to a three, four, maybe I'll be able to sign or draft someone. We'll see. But, um, yeah, so those, those two guys are both 88 defensive tackles in my four, three defense, uh, which helps. And then on the left side, I have Emmanuel Agba, who was here when I got here. He's a really good defensive end. He's right now tied for the league lead in sacks, which I'm very proud of. Um, and he's also good at run defense. And across from him is second year player Jalen Phillips, who is a real life rookie stud for the Dolphins, uh, made the Pro Football Writers of America all rookie team just this week which everyone on, in this fan base of losers is very excited about, because what else are you going to cheer for? Um, and he is also now tied for the league lead in sacks, as uh, in this game, he had three sacks, which was great up until he got injured and had to leave the game, <laughs> which was very upsetting, because pretty much any time he's ever had a good game, uh, Jalen Phillips has gotten hurt, and I don't know why that mm. is. I don't believe his injury rating is particularly high, uh, low, I should say, although I'm going to verify that right now. Um, I know in the real world, his draft status was that injuries were a concern, but it was concussions, which I think is a weird thing to be, since concussions are not in Madden, it would be weird to ding his like injury rating based on concussions, since... It's not a thing that can exist. 
So it'd be like weird to say like, <laughs> oh, he's got weak ankles because he hit his head too many times. I don't know. Um, but yes, he left the game much too soon for how he was playing. Okay, he's an 88 injury, which that seems perfectly reasonable to me. Um, he left the game after his third sack somewhere. I think it was the second or the third quarter. Uh, I had a big lead, and then as soon as Phillips left the game, lo and behold, the Broncos start figuring stuff out, probably because the pass rush suddenly wasn't there, uh, as my my favorite defensive end was no longer in the game. And Justin Houston also got hurt, who is his backup. Uh, so now I am down two defensive ends going into this week with the Browns, um, which sucks because uh, I thought depth was, like, one of my best traits this year. I had all this money when everyone else was suffering with none in free agency, and so I spent it all signing veterans to to fill my depth out. Um, and now the backup is hurt in the same game as the starter, <laughs> and I don't have either for three weeks, which is only two games, what? as luck would have it, because my buy what? is week six. What's but your record? I am four and zero right now. Oh my! Yes. So I, who, who who are the undefeated teams in the league after four weeks? We have the Baltimore Ravens, the Miami Dolphins, the Houston Texans, and in the NFC we have the Washington Football Warrens, and and that is it. Yeah. Those are the undefeated. I think so. that's it. Yeah. Asta is again. You guys have created a monster. With this guy <laughs> he's clicking he, right now for sure he is clicking on all cylinders all cylinders he he helped me out with my defense too he was he spotted oh, some things and yeah and uh he made some suggestions and and i was like you know and i never thought about that let me look into the to some stuff and i switched some guys around and made some adjustments i actually picked a different defensive playbook um and actually i'm using the eagles defensive playbook right now um and i am currently um, seventh in the league in rushing defense. So I do. I, I added all of my offseason were defensive players that I added. So I think that does make a difference. But that and the combination of I, I run a lot of four six or a, like a big nickel. So I got a lot of run stopping guys in there that can also play the pass fairly well. Uh, uh, Jamal Adams is in the box a lot. So um, I'm only uh, giving up 72 yards a game on the ground right now. And I was trying to find Rich where you were and I couldn't find you and I couldn't find you and I couldn't find you. Uh, that's because you're actually right behind me at eighth. You are eighth oh. in the league in rushing defense. <laughs> yeah, I bet you my so pass defense is a lot worse, though. That, yeah, everybody's as <laughs> I think mine's pretty <laughs> yeah. bad, too. <laughs> I bet you I'm in the bottom third in pass defense because I have been Let's rolled see. up pretty hard. Rolled up pretty hard defense. on pass. You are in passing defense. You are 23rd. Yeah, that's what I thought. Third. Bottom third, not you know, insanely bad. But I have, I don't have answers, and uh, and and that, and that's because I don't have a pass rush, right? That's exactly why. Surprisingly I, enough, the Dolphins are 29th in the league in pass defense. I give up well, a lot of single play touchdowns. He scores a lot, right? So he's, he's yeah, you know, and, yeah. 
No, there's a lot of right broken in the plays of the scene. in my secondary where, like, two guys will <laughs> smack into each other instead of tackling whoever has the ball in a hilarious fashion. Uh, or a jump, a jump yeah. ball where the guy will come down with it and take off while my guy is, like, tripping over himself. But, you know, uh, I will say this. this. This is what has been my one frustration this year. And, again, I it's only one. a complaint. No, my one real frustration is my defense in that, like, Todd Zaniga, Adrian Todd Zaniga, you guys know this guy, right? Like, he had multiple plays where he had guys that had 15 yards of open space everywhere. Like, it's one thing to give up plays, right, when a guy's got a couple of steps on something. But there were some plays where there were nobody near these these receivers. Like, my, that's why I, I, I told you, it's like something happened – in in the off season, right? Like a whole bunch. Well, something of... did happen. We changed the settings. Okay, but like you know, again, I'm not complaining. It's just like it, it's me. I'm the problem. But you know, when when Todd's throwing to guys that have again ten yards circled, or, you know, 360 degrees, no one within ten yards. Like that's not something I've seen ever before with any of my defenses playing this version of this generation of Madden. So like. Either my defense has gotten a whole lot worse or the scheming is a whole lot better from the other players. But, yeah, my, my defense has been given up. And it's different than what you're talking about, Jeff, where you're, you know, you got the broken plays regularly. I don't have, you know, I'm not usually giving up 80-yard touchdowns, but I'm giving up lots of 25 and 30 and 35-yard pass plays, which is mm-hmm. not what was happening nearly as much last year. So one thing think. I'll say is even though it frustrates me to see people so open, especially when there's like two or three styles of play that very consistently and effectively do that, which I will not rant about in this episode, uh, it is kind of realistic watching the NFL to sometimes just see guys who are wide open. Watch the last 13 seconds of the uh, Chiefs Bills. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the last two touchdowns Gabriel Davis. I mean, my God, the play, the the, the pass that, that Josh Allen threw to put the Bills ahead before the last, you know, with 13 seconds left. Yeah, I mean, someone fell down on that, that Yeah, I mean, that's an all-time broken ankles meme, that play. What that guy did, what he quickly, he juked to the left and the guy just fell down and then he turned to the right and, and scored the touchdown. Like, that was one of the greatest moves I've ever seen a uh, a player make. So yeah, that's that's my point. Again, that's why I say I'm not complaining. I'm not saying it's not realistic. I'm just saying to me it's weird that between last year and this year just like I'm seeing a whole lot more guy like my defense. I'm seeing my defense play a lot worse, I guess is is what I'm saying, especially in the past defense. Lots worse. Yep. And that's okay. That's how it is. All good. I think part of it's scheming you know, in the NFL, oh, like, sure. you run certain routes, sure. so different routes will look, be open. If I had a pass rush, it wouldn't matter, right? Because it's not like it's oh. a one and a half second. Who has you know, a pass rush in this league? Well. Man, you know, I, I feel like this year I've actually had a decent pass rush that I've never had before. And I've actually had some success blitzing, mm-hmm. but I, I can't hit the dang quarterback. I Like, I'll have a guy come off the edge and he's like... He's running right at the court, and I just, I miss. I'm like, how did I miss that? I'll say, statistically, it's probably the most accurate season we've had in a while, and that, like, I think most games I have two to four sacks a game. 
which if we're only going by statistics, like, yes, that is probably an average NFL defense on any given Sunday is two to four sacks. But yeah. the the way it plays out in the game when you're playing it is you hit the quarterback and the ball squirts out and they call it a pass. Incom- incomplete. It's yeah, it's so frustrating. Almost every time, almost every time you hit the quarterback, it comes out and it's like mm, incomplete. And it's like, in there's no way that's not a fumble. <laughs> he's like pointing backwards yeah. or he's on the ground <laughs> when it comes out or or he's trying to throw the ball away and they never call grounding. I never see a grounding call anymore. No, no. I will say yeah. I have been happy with the and again, I don't know if this is statistically correct, but I have been very happy with what I feel like is a much better ratio of. um all starts to holdings penalties mm. i first of all i don't like penalties in madden i understand they're realistic but i don't like them and, and i especially yeah. don't like hold i especially don't like holding calls the um, problem is yeah, if you all. turn them off that just means you can commit penalties without being no penalized. i understand i get it so i'm, I'm not right right i'm not arguing yeah. for or against them. i just i i don't like them like if, if i had my druthers i'd I'd like to not have them, but also not have the problem you just described by having holding off. But with that said, it feels like now there's one false start a game, like one, right? And that to me is the right amount of false starts. I never see anything by the defense. In a a real NFL game, you're going to have probably three false starts a game between both teams or four. You don't want three or four in a man, but one, one between, you know, one between both teams, the game is good. And I feel like that's happening now. And I feel like the holding, the offensive holding, while it still happens, which, again, one a game, okay. Two, Come on. more than yeah. two is ridiculous, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I do I, I do feel like the even the, the offensive penalty ratio, which I'm not a fan of penalties in the game anyway, but I, I do like that. Like, you know, okay, you give me a false start here and there. And the nice thing about a false start, like, if I'm on offense, I'll take a false start over holding all the time. And not because of the 10 yards versus the 5 yards, but because it's pre-snap and you don't have the extra agony of having a 19-yard run called back Hold by back. holding. Yeah. You got a false start. It's like, oh, you know, the play never even happens. I love that. So that's another reason I'm I'm doing the false start versus holding ratio now. Now, again, it Every... maybe it's not real, but it feels to me like it's... it's I'd like to see like offsides i haven't seen ever an offside and well, i'm like let me dude right i'm, I'm if, doing it like i feel i press exactly. the button and nothing happens yes. and i go oh i got if away they, with one there off, if they called offsides i'd be offsides every single play because i'm i'm just jumping i'm moving i'm pressing down i'm like come on let's go 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 so thank god they don't because it would be every play every single play well I, most of the false starts I have are from trying to get the defense to jump offside. So I guess I should really stop <laughs> pressing that button that does that, uh, the fake hike, whatever you call. Um, yeah. Like, why is that in the game if you can't actually get them offsides? <laughs> yeah. I feel like every time I do get a holding call, I've run the ball at least 10 yards. It's yeah, only it's always on a long when I run play. 10 yards or more. Yeah, so yeah. it's a long play, but, and it's after you've left the line of scrimmage by like five yes. to ten yards. So you're so like you're five yards down the field in the, in the play. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 100%. Yep. And that's why I don't like the holding. It's because like I accomplished something. And, and, and 
more often than not, it's third down, not first down. Third. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Again, and now it's third and fifteen. Right. You give me a holding call on first down. Okay. You give me a holding call where I just got a third down, down by four in the in the second. You know what I mean? Like it's not the end of the world, but son of a gun, I you're really sticking it to me with this third I wonder, down holding call. I wonder if, and again, we'd have to we'd have to ask if people would even want that or not, because the 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 penalties, especially the holding type penalties, are they're frustrating. That the any of the penalties that are not user controlled penalties, but I wonder if people would be interested because I know we can't turn penalties off because it's a free for all. But aren't there aren't there penalty sliders still where you yes. can turn offensive holding However, like all the way down? So there's here's okay. here's what I'll interject with: penalties are part of the player traits for linemen it let yeah, separates no, okay. good ones and bad ones so okay you're not okay. gonna hear you're not gonna no, hear me argue. same on defense as, though you know like look, there's a penalty often often gets flags is in their draft report and that basically means they'll usually hit the quarterback late and fuck you up <laughs> uh, that's frustrating yeah to, to me the number of penalties in our games is is fine it's, it's not, not terrible. Yeah, yeah. It's not the it's number. Not it's right. just that it's... because you're the user and you're not the one committing the penalty, you but feel. But it's the NFL. Right. Like there are penalties in the NFL, and that's why I feel like yep. again I don't like them, but I do feel like the ratio is good. Like not even okay. Like again, for for the number of plays called, if you got two or three penalties in our game, like okay, fine. You know what I mean? Like I yep. never feel like you. We've all been there. How many games do you watch? Like real NFL games, do you watch where you're like, oh my God, the referees are just throwing a flag every third play? I never feel like that. Like, I've never, I can never remember being in a game where I thought there was an excessive amount. You got two or three penalties, you know, fine, no problem. That, that's, 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 it's just realistic enough, but not to where ultimately, like, I can't, sure it's happened, but I can't remember a time thinking where a penalty cost me. Mad. And you? Yeah, never. I feel like maybe there's been a time or two in the fourth quarter where, where I get that random holding call on a long right. run. Um, but but yeah, it's the the um, roughing the passer is a little ridiculous. That's, yes, but it matches. But it matches the NFL roughing the. You're like exactly you watch right. the NFL on Sunday, and you're like, that's that's not roughing the passer. Why do they throw you're, a flag on that? And Madden's basically the same. You're exactly right, and that's that. That's you know, again, to my point, it's not necessarily fun, but it is realistic. And again, yeah. I does I don't feel like I feel like there's a cap. I, don't, I feel like you know, after three roughing the penalty, roughing the passers, that'll probably be the most that they would call, no matter what. Like again, I've never felt like it's been excessive. Certainly, think... plenty of times it's been third down when I've gotten a roughing the passer, <laughs> and I've said yep. something, you know unpleasant towards the the tv but i don't ever remember that costing me i certainly remember costing me a third down conversion mm -hmm. i remember that but this it's is a worth, personal it, theory but i think both that ways too i think that the roughing the passer isn't entirely tied to if your player has commits penalties trait because I've definitely seen some of my guys hit the quarterback way late and there's no flag. And I think it's just because, like, whoever hit them doesn't have that trait. I feel like Fletcher Cox doesn't get any roughing the passers. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Derek, Derek Barnett gets them every single time. 
Yeah, I was in my oh, game man. against um, Julian. He was rolling out with Patrick Mahomes, and this was on third down too. And it was—I don't remember—it was later in the game because I felt like it was really frustrating. But basically, he was scrambling, and I—I I pretty much had him dead to rights. And I hit the dive button to get him, and like at the same time I hit the dive button, he, it must have been the exact same time he hit the throw it away button. So he—he he threw it away out of bounds, and it was third down. He was sacrificing. He was going to punt. And like as I hit dive, he hit throw it away at the same time, and they called roughing the pass on me. I was like, "No, you've got to be kidding me!" Mm. But yeah, but I, I think a lot of the times it it's it's I hit the button just a half a second too late, and then you can't stop the animation from happening, and then it goes right into the quarterback. Yeah, but to your point, that's where the real NFL is. You know, if yeah. you, you know, most of the time, if you hit a guy, you're gonna get called for it. You're just gonna yep. get called for it. Yep. I got it, right. gentlemen. This was a lot of fun. I appreciate you having. Yeah, me. thanks. Thanks for, thanks for on, joining Rich. us, Rich. Yeah. Cheers, and thanks to everybody for for the league. Thank you, Jeff, for being a great commissioner. Thank you, Brian, for for doing this. Um, thank you, Adrian Tadzaniga, for starting this way back in the day. Love the league. We'll be here forever. Cheers. Bye, Rich. Good luck awesome. with your work, call. Bye, Rich. Um, now that he's gone, I'm going to talk some shit on him. So when we, <laughs> when we were, when we started Uh-oh. the call, we were talking about, uh, how he says I'm always mad at him. And it's because I'm like shadow GMing for him all the time because he just like right. won't do it. Like he just he'll doesn't just want to wait, do it, yeah. he'll just wait until there's a disaster and have me come in and clean <laughs> it up. And I do it every time because I know he's not doing it. Like even the guys who screw up their team are actively screwing up their team He's just waiting. Right. So, like, the offseason will come around, and I'll be like, did you re-sign anyone? And he goes, no. I was like, so you have 30 <laughs> empty roster spots? He goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I say, like, oh, what do you do in training each week? He's like, oh, I never do that. I was like, well, how many players have – how many coaching tree things have you unlocked? He's like, what's that? It's like, oh, you play, <laughs> you play this game so much. You're in two leagues, and you don't know he how to do any of this stuff. It he literally just plays the game. Yeah. He's the exact He's the exact opposite of Glenn. That's why when Glenn was in the league, I was like, we got to figure out a way to pair these two up because Glenn doesn't want to play the game. Glenn wants to 100% GM everything. And Rich is the opposite. Rich doesn't want to GM anything. He just wants to use the sticks. Right. Yeah. And that'd be fine but, if, like, we could teach one of Rich's kids to be his GM. Because, he's, he, you know, you can't right. just – he's In not going to share his password with someone. User account. Um, right. Right. Uh, and so in the past we have come uh, – I don't know what word I'm trying to say because it's late and I'm tired. But um, we have asked some of his trusted people if they would do it for him. Um and it's never worked out. No one's ever hit that because they're like, no, if I'm, I want to play if I'm going to do the GM stuff. It's like, yeah, of course you would. Like, <laughs> right. uh, Glenn right. is Does a very rare anomaly. Also, yes. let's remember, Glenn was not a good GM uh, either. So it's not like he would have been the savior of Philadelphia there. But yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. So I, I talked to Rich regularly in text form, asking him if he's done this, that or the other thing and giving him recommendations oh. about uh, he put. Uh, Jason Kelsey on the trade block this morning and that was at my insistence because as I've reminded him many times uh, yes you do like to run a lot but also your offensive line is old and at some point won't be there and you should try and get something back like you did with Dwayne Brown 
Because um, even though, you know, Jason Kelsey, maybe he plays till he's 40 like Richie Incognito does, but is that worth the risk at all times? Maybe, maybe he's a Calais Campbell where he keeps playing at age 38, which is what he is in game for me now. Uh, maybe he's not, <laughs> you know, you don't know. So... Um, Maybe he'll be Tom Brady and play till 50. Who knows? I mean, maybe offensive linemen are weird like that because if they stay yeah. good, they kind of keep playing, don't they? I mean, incognito yeah, I mean, hasn't yeah. retired. No, and what's the, what's the other guy for the Rams? He's 40. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, I forget his name. Me too. Long? Um, no. Crap, but yeah, but yeah, something like that. But yeah, he's he's 40. He's the same age as Tom. Or, or no, he's almost as Tom Brady. That's so. Andrew Whitworth. What, yeah, there you go. There Whit. you go. That's the one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's still he's still in the high 80s uh, in the league, and he's 40 yeah. years old. So I feel like that's one of those like if you're a guard, an offensive guard, and like you you've just got it down, you keep you stay healthy. Like if that's one of those positions where you could you can go for a while. Yeah. You know, just being being consistently driving Peters. people backwards. Jason Peters is playing left tackle. I think he if he retired, I don't remember if he has in real life. He's at least 36. Um, yeah. And they kept signing him back again. <laughs> so um, I'm surprised he's... the league's not full of like 40 year old punters. Like you'd think that's a thing you could do for a long well, time. Well, I think it's because you know? in the game regression hits their power, and uh, us us leaguers do not respect kickers with low power. So anything that's below a 90 for true. a punter, you might as well be dead. Yeah, I don't know who my kicker is. I had to sign a kicker this off season, and he doesn't have a picture. In Madden, like there's no, no it's just a, it's just a silhouette, and he's got a weird last name that I don't know how to pronounce. So he's just he's just my kicker, but he's fine. He has like 91 power, and I'm like, well, that's good enough. Sure, it's fine. I mean, <laughs> I so the Dolphins in real life extended the kicker with like a five or seven year deal or something this off season past. So yeah. I had I had a choice of cut him day one and eat that, or commit to just living with that contract and. And never touch him again and that was my choice was i went with it um which he's a good kicker or at least in the game he is he had a terrible season right after they extended him um <laughs> but oh. uh, what's what's really annoying is anytime he gets an upgrade point which you know kickers very rarely do uh yeah it goes to fucking awareness it never affects anything in I know. kicking it's ever. so stupid they're it's... like do you want accuracy yeah. or do you want power and i think to myself i want something but does it matter which i pick because you never no. give me anything no. it's just awareness i've always i've always waited for it to come up with like run blocking yeah give me blocking. some tackle you know they make tackles sometimes let's let's get some of yeah. that uh i hate i hate that it doesn't okay so there's two two ways to go with this you could say you shouldn't have input on how they gain skill because uh in real life you know you can't just gain kick power by doing leg day more uh, same with you know right. throw power, although I desperately want more throw power. Um, so you could say you shouldn't have input. But the other thought is the game does give you that choice. So why is it giving you things that aren't the right thing when you're making that choice? If I'm picking throw power every time when I'm upgrading my quarterback, why am I never getting throw power? <laughs> yeah, you get like short throw accuracy or yeah, so medium it, it, or something that isn't even like it gives you three things. It says I think strong arm is the quarterback name, and it gives you it says throw power, deep accuracy, and one other thing. And I'll pick it, and it'll be like here's throw on the run and short accuracy. And I go great, thank you. Yeah. Not what I wanted. Why'd you even ask me? Don't ask me if you're just gonna choose for me. 
Yeah, it's frustrating. That's speaking of kickers and punters, though. I was and and salaries. I was go. I created a spreadsheet for all of my salary because I want to. Oh, I want to try and do a better job of like figuring out like how to do my off season better, you know, yeah. so that I can plan what ahead I and see where I'm at. Rich so would I, do I, is what you're describing. <laughs> yeah. So I made a spreadsheet and I even put like color coding and stuff in there on for expiring oh, contracts and I all just that remember, stuff. I'm sorry, Brian. I have to interrupt you with another rich complaint. Yeah. I hope he listens to this. <laughs> I gave him my favorite undrafted free agent in when he needed. When we're doing the free agent draft, I gave him a name because he didn't know who to take. He was one of the high picks. And I said, here's a name. It's an undrafted free agent because you don't have a lot of cap. He's going to be a good player if he starts and starts gaining XP. He's got a lot of, like, great starting traits. And I was going Mm -hmm. to pick him, but out of kindness to Rich, I gave him his name and said, "You you pick him. My team will be fine. You pick him. He makes the pick. He never signed him. And lo and behold, week three comes around. He's on the uh, the Packers practice squad. The Bengals steal him off the practice squad. Now he's on the Bengals starting for them and doing great. And I'm like, that was my guy. He was only your guy because I gave him to you and you didn't even take him. And I, I would have picked him up because the rules say, you know, if you don't sign your free agent, it's he's just a free agent. I would have yep. taken him if I didn't realize he was not on the freaking Eagles the whole time. I was so mad about it. Ugh. So you made a spreadsheet. I stole use... someone's. Yeah. yeah. Got to have a spreadsheet. I stole someone's practice squad player the other day, too. I picked a wide receiver um, from somebody's practice squad the other day that was like 94 speed or something like that. I was like, I just need another slot guy that I can put in there because I'm really I'm not deep at wide receiver at all. So I took somebody's. But my punter, I realized, and this is this guy, I'm quite certain this is a real life contract. Michael Dixon, the punter for the Seahawks. Now, granted, He's arguably the best or one of the top two or three best punters in the league. But he's making $4.3 million <laughs> against my salary cap this year. I'm like, dude, dude's a punter. And then it goes up from there. Like next year it goes to like 6.1. But I can't cut him because he's got a freaking bonus. He's like a $7 well, million dollar bonus. Here, here's my <laughs> Jeff the GM lesson for you. Sometimes it's worth it to cut someone if you do it with the right timing. Um yeah. Knowing what year you but want pu- to get rid of someone is important. Like, I knew yeah. I did not want to get rid of Devontae Parker in Season 1, uh, but I knew in Season 2 or 3 it was my option to get rid of him because the cap hit would become such that it, it would not be so bad, um, and I just traded yeah. him for a couple of draft picks. Um, but, well, uh, that's why I created the, the spreadsheet, because... I, I'm gonna have. I was looking at it, going, I'm gonna have a shit ton of money next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'm. I think I calculate. I'm gonna have almost a hundred million dollars in cap space at the end of this season. But I'm also gonna have a leaving. shit ton of guys not yeah. under contract anymore. So I'm gonna have to try and figure out. But like, I can't just be like, okay, I've got a hundred million dollars. I'm gonna go buy, you know, three twenty million dollar guys, and then I got nothing to fill my roster out. So that's why I created that, so I can kind of plan ahead and see what I need at what position. Did you and hopefully be the, strategic. Did you use the template that I made, or did you make your own? I just made my own. Okay, I was just curious. I'm not insulted. Yeah. Um, no, I didn't know there was a template. If there was a template, yeah, I, I would share it, share it all the time in the learning channel and in the links channel. But um, that's okay. No. it's it's hard. Well, I'll to go use. compare it's the two. And... Yeah, it's got formulas yeah, see, and stuff I, in it. I got a couple formulas, but I'm a simple man, so. Okay. I... <laughs> Just, um, just add the add the goddamn numbers for me. That's what I wanted to do. 
So yeah, that that's what gets people in trouble is they think they have lots of money and then they don't realize how many yeah. roster spots are open on their team. Um, for I have it my- sorted out kind of like by position too, so I know like so I have a column that shows how many players I have at each position mm-hmm. and then how many Smart. I'll have at next position or next season. And so and then I'll put it in red if it indicates that I'm down a player or two in that column. And then what I have is like, are the, are the key players at that position? Like, are there players at that position that I'm losing that really, really matter? Or can I just fill them in with another free agent somewhere? So I've kind of got it all laid out and we'll see how effectively I actually use it. But Right. I mean, that's what, helped me out in free agency this last time is I had all this money because everyone else was desperate to make minimums and there Mm -hmm. weren't a ton of free agents I wanted to spend on. So I really didn't like Juju Smith Schuster. uh, There were a ton of wide receivers. I didn't go after. Um, I ended up in the last week of free agency going after Brandon cooks because he was the best one. And I had a bunch of money. Nobody bid on him. Right. I had a bunch of money left because I'd signed all of the backups that I wanted, basically. Uh, and so with that money that was left, I go, why don't I go after Brandon Cooks? He's better than anyone on my team. Uh, and I know I won't have competition on the bid. So I gave him mm-hmm. a pretty good deal, I'll say, compared to like the fact that no one else was bidding. <laughs> uh, I think he gets like $15 yeah. million a year. But I also Dang. calculated, like, when does Tua's contract end? When do I have to mm-hmm. re-sign people? And it's not this offseason. I have very few people leaving this offseason that I don't want to leave. Like a lot of the yeah. guys I signed this free agency leave this offseason because they're all old. And so I didn't want long-term commitments of two years with them. So like I spent money on McCourty. I spent money on Sue. I spent money on Houston. All those guys were mm-hmm. one-year deals because I was not concerned if they came back because they're all depth signings anyway. Uh, and my starters yep. are, are long-term pieces. So, well, that's the nice thing about the spreadsheet, too, is is when you do free agency, if there's a guy you want and you've got an estimate, a range at least, of what you think you're going to pay him, you just add a row in your spreadsheet, put his name in, put his number in, and it'll give now you – now you know your new total for your cap space that you have. And then if you end up not going with him, you just delete that row and your money goes back to where it was before. So, Yeah, uh, I hope I did this right. I, today is the first day I wanted to make a trade had a good offer to make, realized it would be impossible for me to clear enough space to do it, which was very frustrating. And and I was not used to that after this offseason of having so much money available, but I had already made a couple of those trades. I got, what was it, Lael Collins, uh, because I had money and no one else did. I got, um, I guess I traded Parker because I was able to absorb his cap hit without an issue and not really miss his roster spot because I had so many wide receivers after signing cooks Um, and chase Claypool's on a super cheap deal right now. Uh, What was I, what was I getting at? I'm sleepy. Oh, I couldn't make a trade. (laughs) Oh, couldn't make a trade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No money. Yeah, no money. And I was like going through who I could cut and they were like, there were people if I could clear right now about 10 million comfortably, but I still have to be at 50 players minimum, of course. Um, mm-hmm. which I would have been at probably 47 or 48 if I cleared all that money. And I needed like 16 to do the deal. So it wasn't going to happen, unfortunately. <laughs> Dang, that's a big contract. Who was it? Are you going to spill the beans? I'm not going to spill the beans. I will say it was <sighs> a quarterback. Okay. Ooh, okay. 
Yeah, I so have. So I would assume Tua was on the deal then. Tua was is part a of the good. Tua is a good quarterback. I am very successful with him. I don't think he is a detriment to this team. And I, as I've said to several people in conversation when talking about these trades, I'm not going to destroy my team in the process of looking for a new quarterback because I think the Dolphins, my Dolphins, are better with Tua and the team in place than it is blowing up and replacing Tua. That said, I have yeah. seen a couple of plays on streams the last few weeks where some fast wide receiver is going deep and the ball travels farther than the wide receiver does so they can keep running. And I go, boy, seems like whenever I nice. throw deep, yeah, whenever I throw <laughs> deep, it seems like they have to slow down and make a jump ball, which Chase Claypool, I think, is 98 jump, so it works a lot. But it would yeah. be nice to have a quarterback with higher than 88 throw power, uh, which 88 isn't low in my opinion, but no, I do sometimes. It should be decent. Yeah, I do sometimes underthrow the deep ball, and uh, I have a lot of draft picks right now. I have a decent amount of cap space next season, um, mm-hmm. and I am exploring the opportunity of using my good quarterback and my good draft pick to try and maybe find another quarterback. Uh, so it's far, so not happy. successful. In fact, the, the quarterback I was upset about not trading for this afternoon, I had not made an offer for. I was confident the offer was good enough they would have taken it, but uh, I I couldn't make the space, so I didn't make the offer in the end. I'm just I'm telling you if I if I can figure out a way if I can figure out the secret sauce to get a deep ball to DK Metcalf, then I'm going places. Mm-hmm. Uh, once I figure out the formula, the 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 button combination, the timing. The route, whatever it has to be. If I can, once I figure out how to get DK the ball reasonably deep down down the field, um, with my running game, I feel like, and my defense, my defense, I feel pretty good about right now. So, and that that like, we'll talk about the Lions real quick. I don't know really anything about the Lions except for his name's Matt now. Um, and for people who who didn't who did not know him, I was I was campaigning the the uh, the commissioner's office to control two teams. I wanted to be the Lions and the Seahawks because I like both of those teams. I love the challenge of the Lions rebuild, um, but the Seahawks are my team. So I was I was trying to squeeze in a, a double occupancy <laughs> in there, but sadly I was denied. But um, yeah, had it, had it not, <laughs> we would prefer to have a, a, additional humans. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, had it had it this happened before this off season, I think I would have I think I would have jumped at it. But I made the moves, and I added to my defense this year, and I'm actually really happy with the roster that I have and the way that my defense is playing with the help of Pasta, of course, too, with pointing out some some um, things that I can adjust and making those adjustments and really seeing a, a positive difference in that. So. If I, I just got a few things to figure out on offense, and I think I can be, I think I can be a threat. I got a big game against the Rams coming up this week, and we're gonna play tomorrow, sometime tomorrow. I got to figure out our timing, uh, but we're both one and two. The 49ers are two and two, and the Cardinals are three and one. So if I can pull out a win here, and draw even with the Cardinal, or draw even with the 49ers, and be a game back of the Cardinals, and then I actually have a a game against the 49ers. So I have two back-to-back NFC West games coming up. So um, some room to either drive my way toward the front of the division 
or fall on my face and fall toward the back of the division. So there's a couple of big weeks coming up here for me. Well, it's funny, and I'll make this a blind item, but you know, when someone leaves, which sadly the Lions Ben did, uh, under yeah, I will say I say to everyone like, okay, does anyone want to switch teams before we fill it? And I did that this time, and no one did. And then we got a Lions owner, and like. 10 minutes after we got the Lions owner, someone's like, actually, I do want the Lions. And I'm, <laughs> so it, it, <laughs> there's been like some discussion with the Lions owner about like, maybe he'll take another team, but he's kind of like, I kind of want the Lions. And it's like, all right, man, if you want the Lions, who's going to stop you? And this other guy's like, yeah. me, I want them. Stop them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't even know what it is. Mahomes, uh, which uh, funny oh, enough, you if you trade Mahomes, he's one of those, weird contracts where he only makes $500,000 after you trade him um, for two seasons though, not one season, two seasons. And then it blows back up mm. again because he's got like that 38 50 million, million or something. Yeah. He's got that 50 million yeah. a year deal, uh, Oof, which that's not hiding that money forever, but it, I mean, no. the penalty is so enormous that I could not trade for Mahomes. one, two in this league <laughs> with my baggage, no one would let me trade for Mahomes. That there's that, no way that passes a review. It doesn't matter what I give up. And third, <laughs> you, uh, no one would. You could even trade if... your. You... Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say you could trade your backup punter for Mahomes, and people would <laughs> accuse you of robbing him blind. <laughs> well, yeah, that would be. I mean, if I traded a punter for the best quarterback in the game, I would also call that robbery. But um... no, but I'm saying people would accuse you of robbing him blind. Even though, uh, I mean, it was the other way around. I don't know what the hell I'm talking okay. about. Carry okay. on. <laughs> uh, and the third thing was, even if the, like whatever I gave him was enough to satisfy everyone, learning that he would only make $500,000 in salary for the Dolphins, no way they would let me do it. <laughs> so yeah. it's a dead issue. <laughs> Mahomes isn't going anywhere. No one can get Mahomes. It would literally be a $100 million penalty for the Chiefs, basically. So pretty nuts that is, um that's wild but yeah pretty much if you have a quarterback who's got a higher throw power than my guy i've i've probably sent you a message in the last few days <laughs> uh, not, i gotta yeah. look up what wilson's is i don't know it's what wilson's 91 is, but I've, I, I've memorized okay. everyone you now. looked <laughs> yeah but uh i feel like, like it should Mahomes, be higher i think but... he makes too much money for it to be any kind of feasible deal which is why i have not messaged you well, my my punter, my punter has 96 kick power, so maybe I could put him at quarterback, and he can just kick deep balls to DK maybe. Metcalf, what and that rules, might be. What do the rules say on that? <laughs> what are the like rules on that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but also, I'm I'm still very happy with Tua. If I don't find anyone, like it's just if the deal is I, right. Yeah, it's if I find the right deal, I'm willing to spend, and if I don't, I'll be looking forward to the draft where I have many many picks. Uh, and apparently there's lots of talent to go around. So this year I've, I'm yeah, this actually is, putting the effort into scouting. This is, this is where I, I am drawn myself to, I'm in a conundrum cause I, I want to try and experience the draft thing but at the same time. I'm like, it worked out really well this time. I got a lot of free agent players that I wanted cause I had cap and I'm going to have the same situation coming up next season. I'm going to have a lot Which of positions to fill. Event? Did you win the marquee defensive end that you won the bid on? Uh, Clowney. Oh, yeah. Clowney. You got Dave Dion. What a yeah. weird career he's had. Yeah, for sure. And he's been good. He's been he's been getting pressure off the edge. He has not been 
um, racking up sacks, but he's definitely been putting pressure on people and making them throw or scramble. Sacks are a team stat, really. Uh, Uh, I did talk. Yeah, I did. Julian, I did talk about our game. He mentioned in the chat. I did. Um, Oh, yeah. I mentioned Julian, that I, Julian was who wanted the Lions. He has also shared in the chat. <laughs> so that's yeah. where it was about him. There, you know, there's there's something about the Lions, man. And I don't I can't fully explain it, but like the Lions are like my second favorite team. Um, and it's not close. I've liked the Lions. I've always been a Seahawks fan, but I've liked the Lions. And the only thing I can think of was when I was a kid, I was just and younger, teenager and a kid. I was just absolutely fascinated with Barry Sanders. I watched Barry Sanders highlights and the, the dude was just absolutely ridiculous. Um, he's hands down the greatest running back of all time, especially when you consider the team that he played on and the numbers that he put up. Um, and I love their, I love that blue. That's like my favorite color blue. I like their uniforms. Like I like that Detroit is just like this blue collar, like hardworking, team and so like i've just always had this soft spot for the detroit lions and so i don't know a lot of people i I think it's the colors and the lovable loser attitude yeah so i think in in madden 23 i might i might just uh go all go in on the lions from the beginning maybe we'll see but hopefully the guy that that our 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 new matt the the new matt new matt uh, that is the that is the lions now hopefully he's like uh, new coke able to yeah right, right right hopefully he's able to withstand some uh a little bit of, of uh, poor roster, but he's got some potential with it's money the, and draft picks. It is the picks, league's so. worst starting roster at the moment. Um, yeah. But $90 million in cap space clears up for him to yep. use in the offseason if he sticks around, which is not the most, uh, funny enough. The Falcons have $100 yeah. million, um, so there will Oof. be some competition in free agency for sure. I, uh, I'm going to have close to $100 million too, so... It'll be it'll be it'll be a good battle, I think. It's kind of why I planned to sit this one out is like it's gonna be a bloodbath of salaries. Yeah. Uh, well, I think I think scared. I think I'm leaning, <laughs> I think I'm leaning towards getting rid of my picks again this year. So, uh, as the uh, as the trade deadline approaches, I Whereas think. Whereas I have harvested the pick tree, and have five <laughs> top sixty selections, I think. So I, I, I'll probably go that route, filling out my roster versus free agency. Until you get 12 in a row, though, then, then I'll be impressed. Yeah, okay. Like, That's probably not going to happen. <laughs> no. um, but so, yeah. So if you're interested in, in, uh, in draft picks, uh, anybody out there, I am, uh, I'm most likely selling draft picks for players, potentially with reasonably sized salaries, though I'm not going to get crazy. So, but yeah. I like that's knowing the, the talent that's, that I have. That's the other part is, even though I'm buying right now, I'm shopping around, I can't afford mm-hmm. everyone. Like, I just talked about there was a player I wanted to go after that I couldn't afford. So, yeah. like, Russell Wilson, that's a non-starter, you know? Like, that's not going to happen. I know how much he yeah. makes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so do I. He's in my spreadsheet. Like, for example, yeah. I was looking at uh, Justin Herbert, and he's a very good player. He's got good throw power. He's got all the bangs and whistles and whatever but i also know mm-hmm. that his contract expires the same times that tua would so i know i'll have to resign resign him for a huge amount in season four um so yep. i've generally been making better offers at players who don't have contracts that are going to end hypothetically um when does josh allen's contract expire he's still got two never. years he left he just right? had an extension 
Oh, he he's did. Like, he's like six years now. Oh. Again, well, that's an go. untradeable contract like Mahomes. So like, yep. there's the, the list is pared down. You could probably figure out based on what I'm telling yep. everyone I've spoken to. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Russell Wilson's is too big too. Like he, I'm stuck with him pretty much. Like he's, and but he's making like 38 million next year. Like right. it that's jumps what up Julian quite is a bit. Complaining so. about is like he would trade Mahomes if he could because he wants the freedom to do other things. What? other things yeah he wants Tua. Yeah. that's the truth he really does he's always he's <laughs> always talking to me about Tua, but he's always been the chiefs and he's always had mahomes contract around his neck so it's never been able to be done because i would love mahomes and he would love Tua, and i'd love to make that happen but the cap is impossible uh, uh yeah pasta said russ would be tradable after this i think he is his contract gets bigger but his penalty gets smaller so he potentially would be tradable after this season if somebody wanted to take on that that mid to upper 30s million dollar contract um they have the money yeah that's true that's true so uh, it's a possibility but i don't know I, i've also considered like i just don't want to do it but the way my offense is right now i like i think i want to start using russ more out of the pocket and and get him around but i feel like a dick doing that so i don't know we'll see i might but anyway i gotta work tomorrow and i'm tired and you're tired it's late there <laughs> i have to take a shower i think we're walking for four hours i think i think we i feel like i try to put on in i imagine in my head like in a google map like how like where you would be right now if you started so at my it's, house like it's how... <laughs> three miles an hour so i did four mile a uh, four hours so 12 miles 12 miles Dang, that's a good that's a good stretch right there. Yeah. That's a good I stretch. Mean, there were stretches of time where I was doing that almost every day. I've fallen off now, but I'm trying to get back into it. It's hard. Anyway, uh, yeah. fun show. Glad Rich made it. Well, I I kind of like the format where we don't wax long on some dumb topic and just talk about our games. But I'm sure that will never be accepted. We'll never have a short podcast. No, probably. Well, we've always got to fit in treadmill talk and things like that. You know, the completely irrelevant things that nobody cares talk. about. Yeah, just that would be an that hour we should, on treadmill. We talk. should start a segment called Treadmill Talk with Rich. Like we <laughs> that that needs to happen. I love that his pro. I never noticed his profile photo is just a treadmill, which is amazing. Yeah, that was <laughs> so that funny. was hilarious. All right, All right, get us out of here. That's gonna do it. All right, that's it for us to this time. Next time we're gonna be talking about. Other things that we haven't thought of yet that are going to be riveting and mind-blowing to you. So come back for the next conversation. Also, just real quick, um, if anybody really is having a great desire to, to talk a bunch of shit with us on here, uh, let me know. And we'll schedule a time for to get some more people on to join us. Especially if Otherwise, you know how to record so I don't have to be here. No, make, just keep making – just say you don't know. Keep making Jeff do it. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Very convenient. Very convenient that way. See ya. <laughs>